This is the Shine On You Crazy Daisy podcast, and I'm your host, Trudy Simmons from the Daisy Chain Group, providing platforms for women entrepreneurs to be seen and heard. This platform is for women entrepreneurs that want to hear the real stories of what it takes to be yourself and run a business with all the different hats that you might have to wear. These are the stories of the tenacious, the rebellious, and the resilient women that are working towards the future that they want to build for themselves and their families. Hello and welcome to Shine On You Crazy Daisy podcast. And right now I am going to introduce you to Lizette Van Niekirk from Jarvis Fields Privacy Consulting. Um, Lizette, please tell us about your business. Thanks, Trudy, and thank you very much for having me. Well, um, I run Jarvis Fields Privacy Consulting, as you just said, and I help companies to comply with the quite complicated data protection legislation, but I also support individuals who are exercising their rights when companies get it wrong. GDPR, woo! (laughs) (laughs) Um, Lizette, you decided at an early age and you stated what you wanted to do. Did you do it? And what was it? Interesting, yes. Um, I grew up in apartheid South Africa, which was very isolated. I hardly knew anybody who had ever left the country. We were not very welcome overseas, to be honest. So I wanted to explore the world, and I was an avid reader, and I just wanted to see everything, but I had to find a way where I could do that. So I thought that whatever career I pursued, it had to enable me to travel. And when I was about 16, one of the local universities came to my school and they spoke about political science, international relations and being a diplomat. I'd never heard of a diplomat. I had no idea what diplomats did, but apparently you could travel if you're a diplomat. So at the age of 16, I decided to become a diplomat. I was quite naive, actually, because it's actually quite difficult to get into the diplomatic service. But I had absolutely no doubt in my mind that this is what I was going to do. And um, I did. I finished my university studies and I applied. They put you through all sorts of psychometric tests to see if you're sound of mind and if you have an aptitude. Yes. <laughs> Interesting that. Um, and also they interview you about your knowledge of international relations. And I did. I became a diplomat. So, uh, yeah, it worked out all right up to then. How long did you do that for? I did that for about seven years. Um, And I only left the diplomatic service because of personal reasons. Mm -hmm. And then I worked for the Canadian diplomatic service as a locally recruited staff member in South Africa. So I still stayed in it, but I did something slightly different. Such an incredible thing to state, though. I think this is what's really clever is when we as business people state what we want, it can happen so much quicker. And if we're clear on how to get there, you can achieve so much more. And you've done that and proved it. Um, How has politics impacted your life and why is it so important to you? Yes, I'm actually absolutely obsessed with politics, to be honest. And the reason why I find it so interesting is because politics is life. Everything around us is influenced by politics. The food that we eat, if it's safe, it's politics. The education our children get, how much you take home at night, uh, sorry, at the end of, end of the week or end of the month. Also, how much corporation tax you pay as a business owner. Mm. The VAT on our goods, everything is politics. So unless you take an interest in it, 
decisions will be taken on your behalf that might not be in the interest of you or your family. So I've taken part in marches, I've signed all sorts of petitions, and I'll probably do this until the end of my life. I even stood for election and was a local councillor at one stage. You did? <laughs> yes. It was a, a lovely way for me to actually give back to the UK. Mm-hmm. So um, I stood for election and I became a local borough councillor and I represented my ward and I helped people with their problems. They would come to me about all sorts of issues like planning and um, their benefits, things that they were struggling to get done and I would help them with that. And it was a way for me to say thank you to Britain as well for taking me in. It was a, a way of, of doing something for the public as well. And using your knowledge, that's amazing. And I think that you're right. That's why this is important to, to know about. I'm not good with politics at all, but you're right. <laughs> if you don't take part and then things happen, then it's on you really that you haven't taken part in, in shaping what could happen with your, with your country and your, um, your, your local governments as well. Yes, absolutely. Even your bin removal mm. <laughs> is influenced by politics. Yeah. The potholes in the streets, the things that we complain about, it's all politics. Mm-hmm. Um, I just lived in Australia for 17 years and we get fined if we don't vote. If you don't turn up to vote uh, or you haven't got an excuse that you let them know about in, ahead of time, you get fined $75. So that's a punch. It really is. But it's... It, it means that there is a massive turnout for any voting, which is a really good thing, I think, because you get a wide spectrum of what's needed. We could talk about this forever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love that you have turned being the privacy nerd into a positive. But why are you so enthusiastic about this subject? I'm a nerd and I'm not ashamed about it. I've been a nerd all my life. I actually enjoy academic study. I like writing exams. I like studying. So privacy is a very intellectual kind of area. You have to analyze the problem. You have to look at the solutions. And I really enjoy it. But it's also because it it links to my natural interest in politics. It's about our rights. Children born today have almost no privacy. They are put on Facebook from the moment that they are born. Mm. And they will probably never know the kind of privacy that earlier generations did. So it's even more important that we exercise our rights and that we protect ourselves. A company like Google probably knows more about us than our family do. We actually have no idea how much they know about us. Mm -hmm. And the laws are there to protect us. And it's important that we use what has been put in place for us to do that. And I feel it's also very important that companies not only try to comply with the minimum of the law, but Mm -hmm. act ethically. And also think, how would I feel if, if someone did this to me? Mm. So, yeah, I find it fascinating. So did you had the business before GDPR came in? It was just around that time. But mm-hmm. what's interesting, I was always the go-to person because I worked in marketing and in the charity sector. M- marketing law is very clear about what you can and can't do. And I was always the person that had to advise about what was the right thing to do or not. And charities have even more rules. So eventually I decided that I, I found it so interesting that I actually wanted to qualify. And it was just after GDPR. So yes, it was a very exciting time. Still is. I love that it was an exciting time. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's one lesson that you've learned that you would want every entrepreneur to know? 
interesting. Um, I think every entrepreneur has a bit of a hesitancy. You always think that, well, I'm not quite as good as the next guy, or maybe I'm not quite right, or not quite ready. Uh, so I've learned never, ever, ever say no to a business opportunity because yeah. you have no idea what's going to happen. You don't know where it's going to lead. And you are good enough. So never say no. Never say no. I like that. You know I do. <laughs> um, <laughs> and what is your favorite piece of business software? I'm very, very bad at business admin. I have to admit, I'm very bad at getting invoices out and I'm very bad at getting people to pay me. So eventually my accountant said, you better get some software to help you. So I use QuickBooks and I use it for my VAT payments. I use mm. it to raise my invoices and to keep track of what's going in and out of the business account. And it just makes it so much easier. Uh, mm. I don't have to worry about it. I just have to make sure that I keep everything up to date. So it's a wonderful product for small business owners, I think. Brilliant. Lizette, it is a pleasure talking to you. And thank you for sharing your journey and your story with us in Shine New Crazy Daisy Volume 3. Thank you, Trudy. And thank you so much for all the support you give to young um, and older business people <laughs> and women like me. It's an amazing community that you've created and I feel very privileged to be part of it. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for listening. If you like what you've heard, please leave a review and come back for more inspiration. And if you're ready for more motivation, please go to my website and buy the Shine On You Crazy Daisy series of books with inspirational and motivating stories from businesswomen around the world. But wait, there's more. Come and join the Shine On You Crazy Daisy membership for knowledge, accountability, networking, co-working and support. We will give you the knowledge that you need in a workshop, and the support and encouragement to implement for the growth of your business. More details are available on my website, thedaisychaingroup.com.